Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sports Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Good evening, Zimbabwe. Welcome to ZFM Sport on a Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. And we've got a very interesting show that we got lined up for you with your usual cast of names. Alois Bunjira, Chris Midzi, Barry Menandi, Sean Tafirinika is our producer, pulling all the strings behind the desk. My name is Mike Madoda. We promise you a feature today on Wacky Wednesday. And we've got an appropriate one because we dive deep into the phenomenon of Juju in sport, many athletes and teams are engaging in some sort of ritual or superstition before a game, match or even race, often coined with some magical significance to bring about good result. And the question we ask today is does it actually work? And we saw this come to the fore this past weekend in the game between FC Platinum and Dynamos at the National Sports Stadium where entry into the facility by the visitors, the champions FC Platinum was delayed as they waited for the home team to make their way into the facility. We want to hear your thoughts on this issue on our WhatsApp platform 0731-168045. We want to find out from you, what have you heard? What have you witnessed as far as Juju is concerned? And then we also talk rugby where there's an exciting development uh, where a new rugby franchise at the Kuva uh, or Kuva Blue Thunder uh, that name uh, is said to be Zimbabwe's first independently owned professional rugby franchise and will participate in international rugby union competitions and then we'll take you around the world in 60 for more in international sports news updates from Sri Lanka, Sweden as well as the United States. Yeah, in the beautiful game England face their toughest test yet as they take on Spain in the quarterfinals of the women's Euros tonight with neither side having had the smoothest of preparations. Uh, Paulo Dybala has completed his sensational switch to Roma putting pen to paper on a three-year deal with Jose Mourinho's side and Chelsea have advanced negotiations with Sevilla for defender Jules Koundé as they look to head off competition from Barcelona. But we all know how that one ends. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Let's give you a local sports news wrap starting with cricket news where Zimbabwe cricket are continuing with efforts to improve the level of coaching in the country as they've lined up basic intermediate courses in Matabeleland South and Matabeleland North. The first course is taking place at Gwanda High School which started yesterday and concludes on Friday. From Matabeleland South, Zimbabwe cricket facilitators are heading to Matabeleland North where the two courses are lined up. Mike, we're seeing really cool movements in Zimbabwe cricket and this is what we're talking about in terms of spreading the game and spreading that skill set. Yeah, absolutely uh, empower the coaches uh, yes. try and get as many people playing the game as possible and one way of course is to increase those that are training the youngsters in and around the country in athletics news one of the Zimbabwe's long distance top long distance runners Mnyaradzi Jari has become the latest local athlete to be found on the wrong side of anti-doping rules after he recently tested positive for a banned substance the Zimbabwean athlete tested positive for drostanolone M1 which is in the WADA prohibited list. Jari faces a ban of no less than two years. The season distance runner has was tested after winning the Diakor Gaborone International Marathon in Botswana on the 5th of June. 
We'll finish off with some Castle Lager Premier Soccer League news where Caps United have completed the signing of returning midfielder Blessing Sarupinda. The Warriors fringe player could have been available for Makepe Kepe's next Castle Lager Premier Soccer League match against Manika Diamonds at the National Sports Stadium on Sunday if he receives his international transfer clearance this week. Sarupinda has been training with the Green Machine for over two weeks now following the termination of his contract with South African top flight side Sekukune United. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. Just a reminder of our WhatsApp platform. If you want to be part of this conversation, 0731168045 on Twitter and Facebook. Follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. Now, the phenomenon of juju in sport continues to be a running theme in the world as many athletes and teams engage in some sort of ritual or superstition before a game, match, or race. And of course, they all believe it'll have magical significance that is meant to bring about good results. Questions still, however, surround whether juju and superstitious practice actually provide an advantage. Now, earlier today, we spoke to some football fans and we asked them whether juju in football actually works. Well, we heard there from uh, a multitude of fans uh, professing largely that it does exist. Some of them going back to as early as a primary school and uh, professing through their own experiences what they have seen and what they have heard around Juju, especially in football. There are many interesting tales and we want you to tell us yours on our WhatsApp and interactive platform 0731-168-045. We're going to get into the discussion in a bit, but the reason why we promised this feature and the reason why we're talking about it is what happened at the National Sports Stadium this past weekend where Dynamos and FC Platinum, there was a bit of a, a shenanigan there uh, and FC Platinum parked their bus by the entrance, waited for Dimbare to arrive and of course, true to form, the FC Platinum bus only left the entrance after 
after the Dynamos bus had gone in first. And many believe, of course, that's because of the superstitious nature of our local footballers and our local football administrators and coaches. Many tales abound. I mean, Highlanders in their glory years would always use a different entrance, mm-hmm. uh, especially when they were entering the stadium at the yeah. National Sports Stadium, at Rufaro Stadium. They never used the conventional uh, entrance into yeah. the stadium because they believed, you know what? It would go down to Baghdad Stadium, Lancashire Steel, in the heady days yeah. as well. Even in Chimbiri, to my players, I had to say, IP ground. So there are many tales that you get to hear. And of course, uh, Alois, yep. you played this game. Yep. We talk about it. You played it. Yep. You've been in the dressing room. Mm. Have you been in a situation where you've had to use Juju, Alois? Have you played in a team <laughs> where Juju has been used? Guarantee, Caps United, Sundowns, Bitvest, Vitz, Tambira in Europe as well. Was there superstition? Was there also the use of Juju? Yeah, I, I, have, I have encountered Juju, uh, most definitely, but not uh, on an individual uh, basis. You know, but uh, I have witnessed it happening, and um, I should say that you know what, I have taken part, yes, at some of the clubs, but not that I believed it because uh, it was just yeah, uh, winning team, Rome, team, 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 team player, yeah, mm. to, uh, to, to be a team, uh, to be a team, to be a team player. But uh, it's something that we sometimes some of our players laughed about, and uh, some would actually refuse. You know, I remember at at Darinti, George Nechironga wouldn't take any. Uh, At Blackpool, it was me and George Mbwando. We completely refused because of some stuff that they really wanted us to do. We we couldn't. We refused. You know, but we are the we were the star players. They couldn't. They couldn't take out take us out of the team. You know, and George Nechironga was also lucky at Darinti because it was being done secretly uh, without Grabowski's knowledge. Uh, so he was protected by that because no one was going to report him to Grabowski for not uh, for not taking part. You know, but at that time we were still young. You know, we were still young. There was no way that uh, we were going to say no. What was to, it though? You, you. Ah, uh, basically, basically, it was. What is it? Uh, uh, it was like um, uh, we, we, we before the before the night before. Uh, we were camping uh, at Coronet Courts in town, and uh, we would uh, in the evening after supper. You know, before we went to sleep, we would go into a tub. You know, which is full of uh, some stuff. Roots you know, some yeah. roots and them, and you just wash and 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 and, mm. and, and go to sleep. Ah, we 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 don't know. We don't know. But these these things these things have been happening. They've been happening. Yeah. So let me ask you, according to your experience, Alois. Uh, in all these experiences, whether you believed it uh, in it or not, yeah. did it work? Did it have a positive in- impact as far as you could see and as far as you know? I never saw anything weird that was happening due to Juju. You know, I I dribbled, I was dribbling. You know, you know, I started scoring goals, Mike, when I was in primary school. Mm. You know, ever since primary school, I've been the top goal scorer. I've been dribbling. I've been as fast as I was in my professional life. If you go to Zengeza today, to 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 our primary schools and ask the headmasters there, they will tell you Alois was like one of the best players here. But then we didn't know anything about those things. Mm. So it was talent it was that I was doing. Natural. You go to high school, it was the same thing. So when we started doing this is something that we used to hear before we even started playing that is you so when we got there we we we, we were young and 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 we didn't know what to do but then when it started happening we it doesn't work to answer your your, your mm. for me it doesn't work because i was doing Things a guarantee that I just carried on doing, doing from, from under and we were doing the same thing. I was being just at, was a, the at, same at a higher level, better yeah. level. Let me bring Chris into the conversation. Chris, is the effect perhaps intended to be psychological? We've just heard from Alois who yeah. says, you know what, Azishande, yeah. uh, I still played the same way. I was just improving uh, my natural, my physical abilities, but I was still the same player. So, is it about maybe seeking to? get a psychological edge first of all one mm-hmm. in trying to uh, get your players to believe mm-hmm. uh, that you know what they are going to 
defeat and conquer the enemy yeah. uh, and secondly to also try and instill fear in the opposition yeah belief is a very very powerful thing whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't makes a difference and I think especially in sport you hear people in medicine talk about how much belief can impact a patient's recovery it's exactly the same thing in sport I think if you go in and you have this belief that you know what we're going to come out of this we're going to come out better it's it's more I think especially globally it's a bit more on the superstitious side I'm going to talk about I got to go into a changing room of the Spanish football club right and there was this thing that they had Mm. it's like a photo of Mother Mary and there's candles and money and uh, like some string around it we weren't allowed to take photos of this thing and apparently all the players have to touch it before they go onto the field. Now, this is a top flight La Liga side that's touching this thing before they go onto the field. That's a that's yep. a superstition and I'm psyching up thing more than it is there's at least I think they don't believe that there's something else at work because their administrators actually alluded to that. All right. So now Barry, you and I of course uh, uh, stumbled upon something very interesting this yeah, afternoon uh, and uh, this is uh, Walsh Chesney, uh, former Arsenal keeper, now the Juve number one shot stopper uh, and he's quoted as saying it is absurd that in 2022 professional clubs do not have mandatory mental training for players. Ask any player and he'll tell you that 70% of the performance is in his head. But unfortunately, 100% of the mandatory training is just physical. He brings up an important point. 70% of performance is in the head. Now you can tell or understand why superstition is rife and why in certain countries... Zimbabwe, of course, being yes, included. Yes. People believe juju works. Yeah, uh, and and it's it's a result of assigning the two uh, percent margin between uh, the opponent and yourselves. Uh, you being better to magic. So it's there's something magical that comes up. Look, if we watch the career, the highlights of Lionel Messi, we'll certainly believe that magic is real because some of the things he's done with the ball look magical. But in truth, it's as a result of training, development, and uh, him immersing himself in his craft and then delivering the results. But can you run out on a football field and believe that you can actually do it without having practiced it? You can't. So they need to give you that edge, and that edge comes from rubbing little little dolls in it. Let me take you to task there, though, yeah. Barry, because uh, well, can we then dismiss? Those that talk of things that they have seen, uh, that those that uh, talk of th- things that they've experienced as players. There is someone says, Anzi, Ndakaona train Ichuya, Boraroa, Ndakaona Chitima, Choo Choo train, Jayo Jayo, Boots train, Ichuya, Umano, Ndakaona Nyoka, Ragaita Nyoka. These are people, Barry, who are telling you what they have seen. There's a message that just come in here and I, no doubt I think it's from Kadoma. Hands yeah. Juju Zico guys <laughs> on Sunday. Bora Rakataza could go up a game recam again ne Simba. Hands Bora Irora Haritadzwe. Yes. But we you saw see Patrakatadzwa. Yeah and so, so these are people who are saying hang on this is goes beyond training. Mark, this goes behind the, the, the natural uh, this is the this is black magic. Yeah and, and I'm not removing the 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 existence of a dark if there's a, if there's light if we believe in god there is darkness because uh, the world is in balance all right so you've, you've you've got dark and you've got light so that exists all right i'm not gonna comment on whoever saw a locomotive hit that thing when when they saw when a ball was hit but what i am going to say is that sometimes players use a cop-out there's a football player who's still playing today uh he was he plays at a at a club in Ulai, okay, that doesn't narrow it down enough. Mm. Uh, but we, you and I, had a conversation with him after they played Dynamo, and he said, Ah, I'm Yeah. Now, for me, that's a cop out. It's a cop out. Listen, you, 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 we were, we were, we were beaten. Whether, whether we were lethargic, but, whether but, but the how, travel how, how do you prove that it's, it's a cop out? We like, lost the because, game because he said, "Gudanzi, naitamba mwenda kanda kanda kagarirwa." I had someone on my shoulder. That's it. Exactly. I couldn't run. 
Yeah, it's it's so hard to dismiss someone's personal experience. But I think at the same time, when you're taking a look at a lot of these scenarios, when you're going into the game, what we talked about, that mental aspect, which team was this team playing against? Was it not a rival team? Was it not a team that for them is significant competition? Psychologically, psychologically, there's something else that happens. Like I said, belief is a very, very powerful thing. So you could believe that I couldn't run because of X, Y, Z. It's a belief thing. And if that's what you believe, we can't discount a personal experience. Yeah, you know, uh, in my years of uh, of playing football, I I haven't uh, come across a player who told me that they saw a snack or a train (laughs) or anything like that. You know, I haven't seen, yet seen been in contact with anyone who had that kind of uh, that kind of confession. But we have seen yes bizarre misses. We have seen bizarre goals getting scored. But these things happen. Do you remember Kanu missing a goal from just under the bar? Yes. Yeah, he, he missed it. Yes. You know, somebody will say this juju. But these things, Cristiano Ronaldo sometimes misses the ball completely when he's trying to score. It has happened. If you go to YouTube right now, professional football. I, I can and, understand and, that, Alex. But no, but the difference yeah. is these. Are not coming out and 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 saying that these, but there are people who are saying, you know, uh, something happened. Yeah, that's why something I'm saying that is metaphysical happened. That's why I'm saying that I have never come across that somebody who does that. But those things that we see, then attributed to Juju, we see them happening every day all, all over the world. So my my, I I agree with the with the with the with the footballer who talked about psychology. It's all psychological. Yes. It's in the head. Yes. So if you believe it that Juju works, it's going to be a problem. There's a story of a uh, Premier League player here in Zimbabwe, you know, who who went uh, to warm up. You know, they, are, they were usually given something, you know, and he went to warm up. He's a retired footballer, by the okay, way. Okay. And then uh, they went into the, into the field. They, uh, they, suddenly, there was nothing. They were not given anything. Uh, to put in their socks or to to apply on themselves, and he felt uncomfortable. He didn't feel there something strong. Missing. <laughs> there was something missing. Then he went by bench. But a coach, it was Steve Bigo, the late man. Yeah, so right. rest in peace. He's yeah. the one who was telling us the story. He said, ah, coach, kunasa baneri is something. You know, so something is going so coach. You know, he knew. He, he understood the negri- Then he went into the medicine bag. He took mm-hmm. the medicine. Bag. He said, ah, oh, no, 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 it's for you. We we, we forgot. Then he took it. Brought an application, you know. Yes, the, yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then he gave him, he said, oh, we sorted it, we sorted it out. Then he was given that. And I got so to from that moment, he was actually energetic. Mm. He went back onto the field, he was energetic. And so, he played, so, so he you played, are, he played you the, are on the side the that it's, it's psychological. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's psychological. I do agree with it. And I saw it even with Cape United. Yeah. Boys, remember, they were saying a lot of things. I'm going to be blunt here on national radio. The people can hear this. This is what was happening at Cape United. There was a lot of talk about Juju, these uh, fan supporters, these fans. Fans were coming and uh, trying to get recognition for the club. Saying we are doing it for the club, we are doing juju for the club. So this, so the factions were saying, "I'm winning, hey, I'm in charge, blah blah blah." But we spoke to the players and say, "This doesn't exist. Don't worry about what they are saying. Go out and play football. If you hit the ball on target, you will score." And they went on. I can see that they actually have a different attitude now. Right. Uh, let's go to your messages. Uh, a lot of people are weighing in uh, with their opinions, and uh, it's good evening uh, to you, uh, Sangsi. You say superstition, superstition, superstition. Anointing oil and wristbands have failed to land one team in the top five since their first flotation <laughs> in the top tier. We know what team he's talking about. <laughs> As a good evening, guys. Dimbare must fulfill all the Sangoma's instructions. That is Captain John Kambarami in Glenora. He's going to have an instruction to resign CM Charlie. Bring back CM Charlie. Oh. And you win. Yes. That's that's somewhere. That's, uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Sienkali is related to the Juju man or what. Uh, hi there, uh, ZFM Sports Teams. Personally, I feel Juju doesn't work, but growing up, uh, we uh, we were a certain Dynamo's goalkeeper. We knew a certain Dynamo's goalkeeper in the 90s made a questionable save against a Ghanaian team in the Champions League, which made people wonder if it is possible to execute such a skill. Juju, you know, expire, you know, backfire. Tawona Mapira uh, from Fidelity. That's after Mbuzi roundabout. <laughs> He's weighing in with his thoughts. <laughs> on that so uh, mixed feelings and mixed reviews here uh, around Juju and if Juju was really there in sport Nigeria Ghana DRC Cameroon <laughs> would have won the World Cup this is from Kwali out in Bulawayo and and also then 
Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp must have the strongest sangomas in the world. That, that's that that's 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 uh those are the teams that we all aspire to, and they obviously have very strong mishongas. Yeah, but that's the thing is, ha- the African, you know, what do you what do you call them? Agbad, not Agbadas. What do you call the people who do the juju? A sangomas. 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 There's juju yes. man, whatever. Manga, yeah. Those guys, if we're saying that it works in African football, we have the poorest in the world. If Juju works globally, we have the poorest for sure. Because our competition, when we get to the stage where we're competing with other nations, we don't compare at all. You you want the Juju band to be to be, to be a well to do guy. I think I think maybe we need to bring one in from from Europe, from Europe because <laughs> ours aren't, aren't doing justice. We need someone with a with a bit more power. As Juju Iriko Kunemama players are aka go wesa, akuna mume ano go wesa footy. I mean there was talk that uh, what what was his name? Uh, Asian Sao, like but uh, uh, but Adam Dover, I think, scored after him yeah, uh, in a, a game uh, yes. against uh, against Angola, and, uh, and so there used to I be don't that. Know where they get that from? Yeah, there used to be that, you know. But uh, again, it was just uh, a superstition. Anzi at Rufaro Stadium, uh, two or three doves will fly into the stadium, and then we'll know that Dimbare will win by that score. This is coming in from Sydney Matute. That's a similar one to um, at Maglas Maglas mm. Stadium. Uh, apparently, the crows are. Your signal. So if two crows fly over, what's that? Shabani, Chinda boys, Mava. Does an eagle fly over the eagle's nest? Uh, golden eagle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Bulawayo says it's all psychological. That's why some teams which wear blue in Arare has had a team manager for long, not on merit, but because they my special project. <laughs> Hi guys, what about mascots? So the word mascot comes from the French term uh, mas- uh, mascot, uh, meaning a lucky charm. Mascots are closely related to medieval witchcraft and sorcery in the Western world and protection against the evil eye and other bad influences in the ancient world. Well, this this is a very long message. So uh, he goes you on. Copy I, paste job from yeah. So so yeah. <laughs> Whilst that may have been the original, the origination of a mascot, yeah. I think uh, most of the teams that do it now, uh, I think uh, the, it's not steeped in superstition. No, not. I not think uh, most of it's up to, it's uh, corporate social responsibility, Chris, and of course uh, creating goodwill with communities, uh, you know, partnering with primary schools, yeah. disadvantaged yeah. communities, yeah. Uh, allowing youngsters, you know, uh, an, an opportunity, opportunity. Yeah. Uh, to meet up with your star players. And also just an element of fun, hey? Yeah, I think when we take a look at mascots, um, a lot of it is just it's fun and, and when you're taking a look at the mascots you know the one that walk onto the um onto the pitch with the players so okay the first mascot i was talking about is you know those almost rubbery animation type yeah. things mm. that are on the field mm. so there's those mascots there's the mascots that walk onto the field it's all just to create a lot of fun like and a bit more excitement yeah. for a younger generation which we just haven't got to yet on this side of the world uh, peter <laughs> from hadfield uh, alois we've just crushed this okay. argument because he says good evening guys i think juju does work i know of our yesteryear beloved warrior who when he scored nobody in the team dream team would score <laughs> I followed this and that argument does hold water well it doesn't hold it water doesn't. Doesn't, because yeah. uh, a couple of players scored after him it doesn't I know in Burkina Faso we won 2-1 I was right there in that, uh, on, on, on that day Arjen Sao scored first Peter scored second we won 2-1 uh, the same thing happened in Madagascar I uh, was uh, right there on the pitch uh, Victor Listagawira scored first and uh, no Arjen Sao scored first he was actually substituted and I went on yeah. uh, for him yeah. and Vitalis scored the second goal <laughs> yeah. so for yeah. me those two it's, are it's outstanding those are I, I, I watched I was right there you when that happened right. so I never understood what is uh, with that theory or uh, myth to, 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 if I should call it and yeah. I, I'm glad you bring on the word myth Mike yeah it's a myth the, the the everything around Juju is around the mythical side yeah. of football and that creates belief. Uh, Tamin Bulawi says, good evening, guys. I've always heard that uh, throwing a chunk of raw pork at the opposition dressing room always sanitizes <laughs> Juju. 
it's something that we have heard a lot a lot of times when we, in around football yeah. you know that uh, that uh, the rubbery stuff for, for pork some of yes, them yes, you, yes. you rub it and the you rub fat. it on yeah, yeah. Pork, pork, yeah the fair uh, yeah. you rub it on your boots you throw it on the goals you <laughs> won't score and there was also Nyatono. Remember, uh, yes, so no, you put so no baguette in Nimo, Nimo baguette as well, and Reza. Yeah, yeah so it's some, of, those are some, uh, of, some, of, some of the things. If the team is uh, struggling to score, uh, send in Hansi, it needs to be Hansi virgin, virgin urine. Oh, like, uh, a, like it, it has to be a little, a wee little nipper. Oh, okay. yeah. Youngsters, oh, urine, who's, okay. who's never had a tuck in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then his, his urine can, 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 yeah, can and, open, and open up. Yeah, can open up, yes. Do you know what they do in Central Africa when they're either failing to score or they need to give the boys a bit more power? They break an egg on their lower backs. So you come close to the touchline and you're still on the pitch and someone comes and breaks an egg on your lower back. Yeah, wow. it's, 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 it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's also crazy. And they also use. Uh, Cost salt, yes, you know, salt cost salt, but you know what the problem is <laughs> in Africa, and I think especially in Zimbabwe, we then go more with the juju and less with the science. Yes, yeah. you can do you know, you're superstitious, you know, keep your socks on or whatever, you only wear a certain kind of sock or whatever, or a particular type of boots, mm. but we then focus on that and not on the science so we then don't focus on things simple things like pre-match nutrition yeah. what time should the team be eating what time should they be taking you know a pre-workout let's go to twitter good evening to rangamberi says the chamber of mind sports events back in the day and anga akaipa manji but juju as the competition wasn't just on the sport and zinganga had their own proxy tournament mm. hilarious but hakuna jia zaire took a whole team of ngangas to the 1974 world cup only to lose 9-1 uh, to yugoslavia there we go exactly. <laughs> but they, they, they still copped a hiding and of course zaire uh that uh, team of course uh, that made it to the world cup uh, keep your messages coming in and we'll try and read them as many as many of them as possible of course as we are talking about uh, black magic uh and juju in Sport and just uh, one quick one here, Barry. Before you come in, and the 2008 Premier League match, Monos versus Chapungu. This is Tich Zao. And the Chapungu players refused to use the normal entrance and fear of Juju from Monos. They they jumped uh, the cor- uh, the corner uh, into the stadium. And I witnessed this with my own eye. Then there's the famous Dimbare fans with a bottle of urine whenever the team is down or if the team can't score. <laughs> <laughs> hey. yeah. Well, guys, the the, the this. Two quick ones. First one is uh, obviously Jordan Ayu. I was watching a Chris Patterson uh, documentary. Apparently, when he scores, he, tell, he tells the kit man, "Don't change my shorts." So mm. his he will he'll wear the same shorts, even if they're they're going away. He'll wear the mm. same shorts underneath. But you know uh, what? That, 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 one, that one is superstition. That's superstition. I, I, I can live with that. Yeah, right? I can. Same yeah. It's just your talisman. You've got your lucky charm. Yeah, that's, that I, I can. So live then, with. like if you notice, Rafael Nadal does not step on the lines. On the lines. No, yeah, he yeah. never. He, he doesn't step. I, on I can live with that. Now we we had when I joined Hatcliffe United, Walla Walla, in Border areas. I was 15 years old. So obviously I was a bit far player, but I'm come, I'm I'm going back now. We had a, a little Madala who would yes. walk around the field, <laughs> and he would be wearing his TM uniform. You remember when TM was was brown and orange? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. would come wearing his TM uniform, and he'd walk around the field. He was only allowed to walk right around the field as the game was going on. We went that season unbeaten. I kid you not. All right. Answer that, James. Answer that, James. Madison. This is one of the most ludicrous examples. That's James Madison. Answer Jujirigo, guys. Remember Bruce Grubbler and the urine story to break the Liverpool jinx. Bruce is a joker. He also laughed about it at Supersport when they were losing. He said he burnt a few newspapers and cardboard boxes and put them in a in a bottle and shook it with the water. Yeah. And when the players were coming, he was sprinkling them. Said, guys, this day today we're not gonna lose. We're not gonna lose. I I I feel some if Enganga visited me at home and told me we should. And the one that came, he said, I've never seen my player so boosted after that. But 
but it was Delish. just cardboard box and, yeah. and, and, and newspaper. And we used to have a swarm of bees at our primary school. If the visit team was leading, the venomous insects would invade the ground and fly back to their hive. <laughs> then we would launch a comeback. I remember scoring three one day. It's simply because the visit team was scared. We're scared of the bees. Yeah, they were scared of the bees. And the 2016 Dynamo's played How Mine and the match was deadlocked. An official, I will decline to name here, gave a ball boy a bottle uh, full of urine. The ball poured the holy liquid. I don't know why he calls it the holy one. Dimbari's goal and Dynamo's eventually scored two goals. Anesu checks out in Glenbrook. Keep your messages coming in and we're going to try and read a couple of them uh, as soon as possible. Now, let's talk rugby where there's been a very interesting development. I'm Jesse Creel, Springbok and Blue Bulls backline player. You are listening to ZFM Sports. Right, in that exciting development in rugby, a new franchise, uh, the Kuva Blue Thunder, is said to be Zimbabwe's first independently owned professional rugby franchise that will participate in competitive international rugby union competitions. Kuva Blue Thunder will work closely with all existing stakeholders of the sport in Zimbabwe to ensure a holistic approach uh, is achieved from grassroots to the first 15, drawing in talent from both home and abroad. Now, Sable's manager and co-founder of Kuva Blue Thunder, Jason Maritza, speaks on the latest exciting development in Zimbabwe rugby. Very exciting times, uh, you know, just on the on the back of of sables and uh, and the the growth of cheetahs you know we felt it was imperative to to obviously tick the next box and that was to to try and professionalize the sport in zimbabwe so there's been a lot of uh, stakeholders in the background working on this over the last couple of months and uh we're pleased to say that uh there's there an opportunity to play um you know international rugby uh, which will only but improve our local talents it will help develop our local talents and it will put zimbabwe even further you know, on the map and recognised uh, in the sports around the globe. So, yes, we unfortunately failed in our in our 2023 World Cup attempts. Um, but as I've said from the beginning. You know, we gave it everything we had and, and we fell short, but that doesn't mean it's the end of the road. And we feel that, uh, you know, by, by bringing a professional franchise to Zimbabwe, playing in Zimbabwe, growing the game and, uh, and, and bringing our fans to the games, um, will only do wonders for the sport in Zim and, and I suppose create a, a culture that's of rugby that can grow. So we're very excited about it. Um, you know, we have the tournament lined up. We still have to dot a few I's, cross a few T's. Um, but it's all looking great to potentially kick off uh, in December. And now a number of national unions and potential franchises held a meeting in Cape Town last month to discuss the establishment of this new franchise competition which is set to be launched in December 2022. And of course uh, the countries that will be participating uh, or at least have franchises that will participate South Africa, Namibia, Zimbabwe, Kenya, Italy, Spain, Germany, Romania and the United States of America. And you've got to love this strategic intent uh, that's coming out of Zimbabwe rugby. Absolutely love it because, uh, in truth, we've uh, had one piece that has been letting us down for, for many years and that is that our, our rugby was amateur. Uh, we, we, didn't have, we don't have a professional league. Uh, we didn't professionalize the league uh, and therefore whenever we had and in the sense of the cheaters who are using predominantly uh, locally based players and then of course the Sables, the locally based players who made it onto the Sables lineup, uh, they were amateur players. Now to have professional players uh, in within our ranks, I think it gives us that next leg uh, of having players who are able to cut it uh, at the highest level. And uh, Chris, we, we talked about uh, the next challenge uh, for Zimbabwe rugby was mm. going to be uh, how we can keep up the intensity yes. uh, that uh, they had worked uh, over the last few years. And now they do have a plan. Mm-hmm. They've got a project that they're going to be working on. And it's a project that allows us to retain, I think, our best talent yes. playing as a group together until the next Rugby World Cup campaign. Yeah, which is incredibly important. I think what I love about Zim Rugby at the moment is that Zim Rugby is learning. So we've realized that we cannot go competition to competition without doing much in between, no matter how good our three months before preparations are. But here's the decision to say, how do we keep... um, 
the core of the team that we have how do we keep it together how do we make sure that our boys are consistently playing at a high level of competition because it's no use for them to play at a high level of competition and then have absolutely nothing until the next tournament so this creates a level of competition that's going to allow us to test and to refine our players quite a bit and uh, this is a competition Barry that's obviously going to uh, first of all attract a lot of dollars in it uh, via the corporate door the uh, various sponsorships that are going to come in uh, at different levels but also TV rights because you take a look at some of the nations uh, that are going to be participating the United States of America uh, you take a look at Germany you take a look at South Africa already you're taking a look at ESPN uh, out in the States you're taking a look at Supersport uh, and you're taking a look at Sky in, in, in Deutschland ETC so there's going to be TV rights money which is going to allow this uh, new competition to obviously pay the local rugby players a lot more than they're getting paid uh, playing for these sports clubs and obviously internationally try and match uh, some of the perhaps second tier salaries that are floating around. Uh, certainly and uh, listen uh, it's, it's also being fronted by a, a company called I think Red Legs uh, that uh, whose founder was actually part of uh, launching the professional league in England. Mm. Uh, so as a result you've got you've got a, a, a brains trust in inverted commas that's running this league that's able to bring in the corporate dollars. And Critically, who've done it before? Who've done it before? And so they, they experience hundred percent and they relationships. They were also they were also responsible for bringing in Macron, that the um, the sportswear uh, company mm. that uh, brought in. I think they, they one stage Villa was wearing Macron, West Ham, and also yes. um, the they Scottish brought it rugby into, team exactly. with Macron. Yeah, yeah, they brought it into the United Kingdom. So those sort of deals are going to begin to envelop this league, and as a result, uh, the the dollars start to flow. The the uh, and once the money starts to flow, the talent uh, is given an uplift so our boys are, are no exception so Kuva Blue Thunder is going to un- undoubtedly be a success well, good evening to Shingi Wacho on Twitter says this is something I'm looking forward to watching hopefully the matches can be streamed online uh, and this serves as the next step for young talent after schools rugby um, and then Condry uh, says it's very interesting Zizai uh, Chidumba says well 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 puts a heart emoji and the Zimbabwe flag uh, Taku for once something positive good job guys Mukudzei Mulambo on Twitter says exciting times ahead uh, Moss's design is incredible too and of course if you mm. want to take a look at their logo their crest we have posted it or we will post it on our social media credentials and you'll be able to take a look at that design and then um, Ed Rainsford uh, former national team cricketer says yep. this sounds awesome and James Wichanda good news indeed step in the right direction for the don't development of Zim Rugby uh, don't forget Mike that uh, remember the cheetahs are part of this yeah. imagine a game Coover Blue Thunder versus the cheetahs at let's say Harare Sports Club already the fan interest starts coming back to rugby and the, there's an uplift all the way through the economy uh, get the rugby economy even, even better still Barry mm. the cheetahs versus Coover Blue Thunder <laughs> Blue Thunder at Harare Sports there you go <laughs> Hello, my name is Ibn Etzibet. I play for the Stormers and the Springboks. You're listening to ZFM. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We begin in Sri Lanka where... Opener Abdullah Shafiq hit a sublime unbeaten 160 to lead Pakistan in a chase of 342 to beat Sri Lanka by four wickets in the first test in goal. It is Pakistan's second highest chase in tests and the highest target ever achieved at goal. The tour started day five on 222 for three, needing 120 runs and were cruising to the target before losing three quickets in quick succession to slip up 303 for six. But Shafiq, 22, held his nerve after a rain delay to hit the winning runs. In news from Sydney, Henrik Stenson has been removed from his role as Europe's next Ryder Cup captain ahead of his expected switch to the Saudi-backed Live Golf Invitational Series. Stenson was announced in March as Europe's successor to former captain Patrick Harrington, having made five appearances as a player before serving as vice-captain in the record-breaking loss at Whistling Straits last September, clearly following Donald Trump's advice, go where the money is, and will touch down in the United States, where World Athletics President Sebastian Coe has said that Casta Semenya, who will make her first appearance in a World Championships in five years when she competes in the women's 5,000 metres 
in Eugene has very, every right to be there. The South African last competed at a World Championships in London 2017, where she won her third 800-meter world crown. Cross my heart, hope to die. The hits. Right where you are. Move to the groove of the nation. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. All right, into the beautiful game. Now England face their toughest test yet as they take on Spain in the quarterfinals of the Women's Euros tonight with neither side having had the smoothest of preparations. England won all three matches to top their group while Spain finished behind Germany after winning two of their three games at the tournament so far. Let's get the pre-match thoughts from England coach Serena Weichmann. I think there are a couple of teams uh, the favourites, so I don't think that has changed a lot over the group stage. Uh, we've we've seen that uh, that uh, the games are high level and that there are more uh, more teams that can can win uh, uh, the Euros. Um, of, of course, they missed uh, two two key players, Roman Superchelas. I still think they have a very good team and they're very tight on the ball. But we've also seen in the last games that they have some vulnerabilities. So absolutely it's going to be a top game tomorrow um, and I hope uh, that of course we'll be successful Z. and hoping they'll be successful is, uh, is there's a fair juice to it uh, Chris because uh, I think England has certainly looked like the form side based on their goal scoring in the group stages they've been scoring for fun yeah they've been scoring for fun consistently um, I think when you take a look at this England side lots of attacking intense and the goals have been showing up as a result of that yeah and five goals of course uh, being scored by Beth Mead a hat-trick against uh, Norway and uh, Alo- Alois I, I my, my my thinking is that Spain is a different test, yes, mm-hmm. but the intensity of England is going to be a stern test for Spain. Yeah, um, you, you see, sometimes, uh, like I always say, that you know, when you know that ability wise, you might fall short, you need to improve your intensity, you need to do with things that you can manage, the things that you can, you do it. I think that England have realized that, you know what, for us to be more efficient, for us to be better, we can actually do with being more, more. Uh, intensive when we when we attack when we we mark when we press mm. we need to play I think they're taking it from what I, what is happening in the premiership at the moment right. there is so much intensity in the English premiership so it's actually rubbing onto the women as well and they're actually going for it so it's it's actually an advantage for you for, for for them I think the conditioning that they are getting as well from their coaching uh, coaching staff and everything is actually resonating from what they are learning and, from and, the English and, premiership and their coaching staff certainly has yeah. been here before Serena Weigman of course uh, was the coach when Netherlands won the match uh, won this tournament uh, last time out so she knows exactly how it's England versus Spain tonight in the women's Euros the Nerazzurri the black and blues Inter Milan Barella and of all the people of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Jello Rossi, the yellow and reds, AS Roma. Pedro, you'll have a go. Oh, it's scores! Sensational goal from Pedro as Roma double their lead in the derby. La Viola, the purple ones, Fiorentina. Great support play. Wonderful goal. And Castrovilli, two in two for him. What a fine breakaway goal from Fiorentina. The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. Ronaldo! Seals yet another three points for Juventus. Tough yet colourful. The best of Italian football on Z. Now in Italy, Paolo Dybala has completed his sensational switch to Roma, putting excuse me, pen to paper, uh, paper on a three-year deal with Jose Mourinho's side. The Italian capital-based club were in a three-way tussle with Napoli and Inter Milan to secure the 28-year-old services after the left after he left Juventus as a free agent at the end of last month. Jose Mourinho 
whispered some sweet nothings in Dybala's ear and he believed it and signed on the paper. Kudos to Jose. I'm not, I'm not really surprised as far as the, the Italian context of this deal is concerned because, uh, you know, the talk of joining Inter Milan for me never... The, he was a, a very... If you saw his parting with Juve... He was crying. He was literally yeah. weeping. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not even like he was weeping. And, screaming, uh, yeah. and so to expect him to leave Juve and go to Inter was never going to happen because right. that's like leaving Barcelona and going to Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we could easily rule that out because uh, he, he looks like a very loyal uh, type player. Uh, and so uh, the Inter Milan rumours are never believed. Napoli is not an attractive club. Not Why? Not. Because uh, of the infrastructure. The stadium is now old. Uh, the club itself is not, uh, is not in the best of form. They've got a very unattractive president as well, uh, De Laurentiis, uh, in terms of the way you're not talking about his looks. <laughs> no, the way the way he goes about his yeah. business. That, that's why if you take a look at uh, at Napoli, uh, yes, they'll have good players here and there. But which of the world's top players do you ever see wanting to go to to, to, to Napoli? Yeah. Uh, not many. Uh, and so this for me makes sense. He's in the capital. Uh, he's playing for Roma. He's got uh, Jose Mourinho. He's playing at the Stadio Olimpico. Olimpico yes, yeah. there might be Europa league football Mm. it's not Champions League football but for a player who's not had a lot of football over the last two years this may be a a move that makes sense especially if he thinks that you know what Roma is on an upward trajectory then it seems like uh, Jose Mourinho has certainly made him believe that let's uh, jump over the pond and jump into England guys now Chelsea have advanced negotiations with Sevilla for defender Jules Koundé as they look to head off competition from Barcelona Koundé is back on Chelsea's agenda along with Paris Saint-Germain's personnel campaign there uh, after Manchester City blocked a move for Nathan Ake. Jules Kunde is a phenomenal footballer. Chelsea have done some good business, but they're in for some serious competition with Barcelona because Barcelona seem to be getting whoever they go after. Yeah, I think uh, when you look at the, at the two clubs, you know, uh, uh, Barcelona seems like a better destination yes. uh, for a player who is uh, very ambitious, you know, because you can see the project that is going on at, uh, at Barcelona. And I think uh, during the day, I think I read somewhere where uh, it is actually said that he actually prefers to go he to Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, so it looks like if Barcelona are serious about him, they will get him. I think it's about money because yeah. I hear Chelsea are promising to double uh, the wages that he gets in Barcelona. Now that's, so, uh, that's it, it, yeah. So thing. now it comes down yeah. to how committed he is. But you know what? <laughs> it's not. Uh, Lewandowski turned down. Uh, big wages from PSG, PSG and, and yeah. Chelsea to yeah. join yeah. Barcelona. He took a wage cut. Yeah. Uh, he's actually earning a lot less than he's earning at Bayern Munich. Yeah. He was earning at Bayern Munich to join Barcelona. So yeah. there are instances where players will look at the football project. Yeah. Uh, but Kunde, at his age, for me, does he do that or does he go to London and say, you know what, Champions League football, it's Chelsea. It's Chelsea uh, yeah. I'm going to be on a pretty pay packet as well. Yeah, let me let me just uh, make my money. Uh, that's why Julian Nagelsmann, translation, said that Barcelona in a mari, but you say in a moon way. Ask me, ask me to understand as we do. Pep Guardiola has played on reports that Manchester City have been offered the chance to sign Neymar. The Brazilian superstar has been heavily linked with a move away from the French capital this summer, uh, despite assertions from new boss Christophe Gautier uh, that he fits in with his plans. That remains to be seen. Alexander Zinchenko has left Manchester City pre season uh, camp and is travelling to Orlando to undergo a medical as he closes in on a move to. Uh, Arsenal, it was reported on Monday that Arsenal were in the process of finalising a move for Zinchenko after reaching an agreement in principle with the 25-year-old on a four-year contract. (laughs) And in truth, uh, Chris, um, Arsenal are doing some good business and players who probably fit into the Arteta style. Yeah, and I think Arteta, this uh, transfer window is getting the pieces that we've always talked about that Arteta needs because I think we could see the Arteta project we could see what he wanted to do but i think in some of these players he's getting all of the elements that are needed to complete the recipe uh, you should have signed the beating the complete beating of man city, of man city yes <laughs> it's a shame zinchenko who is uh, reputed to be kevin de bruyne's illegitimate son is leaving his dad at man city <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving we'll catch you tomorrow may god richly bless you that's my story and i'm sticking to it manandi out Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners.
2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station. My station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.